know, dear brethren, that as we have rejoiced at the nativity of our Lord Jesus Christ, so by leave of God's mercy, we announce to you also the joy of his resurrection, who is our Savior. On the 22nd day of February will fall Ash Wednesday, in the beginning of the fast of the most sacred Lenten season. On the ninth day of April, you will celebrate with joy Easter Day, the Paschal Feast of our Lord Jesus Christ. On the 18th day of May will be the Ascension of our Lord Jesus. On the 28th day of May, the Feast of Pentecost. On the 11th day of June, the Feast of the Most Holy Body and Blood of Christ. On the 3rd day of December, the first Sunday of Advent of our Lord Jesus Christ, to whom is honor and glory forever and ever. Amen. So that, uh, that is the announcement every year on the Epiphany. Um, we have this proclamation of the dates of the major feast days for this year. Because we are starting this new year, we're starting like this new church year, and so every Epiphany, we have that announced. So that's what that was. Um, and just to know, yeah, these are the big feast days to celebrate our Lord. The most, literally the most important days of the year to worship the Lord. So, and that's why, you know, they're holy days of obligation. So if you don't go... Father Connor will know, and he will find you, and he will get you. Um, and so the, today is Epiphany, and that also means it's the last day of cri- the Christmas season, which means it's the last day to be able to wish each other Merry Christmas. So, Merry Christmas. Merry now we'll wait for next year. And so in uh, 1859, 1859, long time ago when Father Connor was like a teenager, in 1859, there was, before there was like social media or before there was like anything to do with, you know, just, I don't know, entertainment through screens, you had to get enter- entertainment through like watching people do cool stuff. And one of the f- most famous people at the time, in that time, his name was Charles Blondine. I don't know if you've ever heard that name before. Um, Charles Blondine was and still is the most incredible um, wire tightrope walking person ever, basically ever to live. He would walk on tightropes over huge valleys, huge crevices. Like he, he was in, this incredible man who just had an amazing physique where he could balance like crazy on anything in, over very dangerous places just on a tightrope. And so there was a very famous um, experience that uh, was written in the newspaper that was like books were written about it where Charles Blandine, he went over Niagara Falls. He went over 165 feet over Niagara Falls just walking on a tightrope. Hundreds of thousands of people, people were there to watch this incredible event. And so Charles Blandine, he, he goes out and he walks over Niagara Falls. Everyone is kind of like clenching their jaws and their fists like, oh my gosh, what's going to happen? Walk over, he walks over the whole thing, and then, to everyone's surprise, he walks back, and he walks all the way back to where he started, and everyone's cheering and going crazy, and then he yells to the crowd, he's like, okay guys, do you think I can walk across the tightrope backwards? And everyone's like, yeah, we want to see this, we believe, absolutely, of course, you should do this, do it, do it, like we believe in you. And he does, he walks backwards all the way across the tightrope, and then again, all the way back. And then he asks the crowd again, a second time, do you guys think I can move a wheelbarrow across the tightrope? And everyone's like, yeah, we believe, do it, do it, do it. And he does. And it's insane. Like, this is actually true. This happened, that he goes on a tightrope over Niagara Falls with a wheelbarrow, and he comes back. Third time, he asks these people, he asks the whole audience, guys, do you you think I can cook an omelet in the middle of the tightrope? 
Everyone's like, yeah, yeah, absolutely. We believe you can do this. And he brings this like old-fashioned like stove in the middle of the tightrope and cooks an omelet on it and gives it to someone in the audience. And then he goes back and he says, do you think I can carry someone over? And they're like, yeah, yeah, of course we believe. I need a volunteer. And there was silence. Absolute silence. Like no one was budging. No one was saying we believe anymore. They, they didn't want to have anything to do with that. And so I think how often that we can do this with the Lord um, and in our spiritual lives where you guys are all here because you believe. You believe that God exists. You believe that Jesus Christ the word made flesh. He came to us so that we can know him and love him and be with him in forever in heaven to be loved by him, that he is the Lord, he is our God. But are we willing to like take a step forward and actually um, follow him and go to that next place where we need to go? The, the place that we know that we're being called to. Because often we, adju- we just stand in the audience and we're like, yeah, I believe, but I'm just going to stay right here. Even though my desire is to go, like I'm just going to stay put. Um, and so the epiphany today, we talk about the Magi, we talk about these three wise men um, who go from their country, their hometown, to this foreign land to visit, the, to be with the Lord, to witness him. And they take steps forward. They could, they could have easily just stayed where they were and like, yeah, we believe that the Messiah has come and done nothing about it. But they have so much faith and courage that they are able to take a step forward and to go all the way to be in the presence of God himself. So much so, I don't know if you know, like King Herod, they, go to, they even go to King Herod. That must have taken so much courage. Herod is the king of the region. So everyone knew about him, and he was an evil man, like evil of the evil. Like he killed his wife, he killed two of his wives, he killed his kids, he murdered his kids, he even murdered his grandma. Who does that? Who murders their own grandma? This is insane. So that he could be king. So everyone in the world knew who this man was. So to be able to go into this region, it's insane to go into this like evil, 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 like as evil as it is to choose Apple Maps over Google Maps, you know? (laughs) Like that evil. And so they have this courage to take a step forward in faith. Um, and not only that, because I, I really believe that they had a knowledge of the Father. They already had a knowledge of the old, the, this Old Testament Father, this God of Israel, um, who would protect him and watch over them. They didn't stay put. They took a step forward. And so that's my encouragement for all of us. I don't know your hearts right now. I don't know where you are at. But I know that there is some kind of tug some kind of pull in this new year, in this church year, that you, you, you have this desire to go forward in some way. And it might be just like, yeah, I feel tugged, I feel pulled to be able to just come to the chapel every day and pray, no matter if it's 10 minutes. Or I feel called, I feel pulled to be able to start distancing myself from the friends that really cause me harm and cause me to do bad things. Or I, I have this pull, I have this, this courage to be able to just stop looking at those things on the internet that I'm not supposed to be looking at. There, there could be so many pulls in your heart. And so are, you know this and you believe this in your heart, but are you willing to take a step forward? I just talked with Chris like before Mass and he was saying how a lot of, a lot of you guys who are here, you just came back from Seek, this incredible conference where this whole time you're like, yeah, I totally believe in the Lord. That was an incredible experience. But are you willing to take a step forward? And Chris was like, yeah, I'm ready to get after it. I'm ready to do this Exodus 90 program. I want to actually do something. I want to actually take a step forward. And so that's my invitation with you. And it's okay to be afraid. It's okay to be scared with what you might take a step forward in doing. But the beautiful thing is, like, at the end of this story with Charles Blondin, 
finally someone raised his hand um, to go out with him on his back over the tightrope, and it was his manager. It was his manager who knew him and actually had some kind of trust in him. He said, he wrote a testimony all about it. He was, he was actually afraid of getting on his back and going over Niagara Falls. But he said as soon as he got on his back, he felt the muscles in his back and like just how buff and, and just how like strong and, and stable he was. As he walked down on the tightrope, he didn't feel any shaking, anything. And he knew in that moment that he was safe. He knew in that moment that this man would not drop him. He, that faith turned into absolute trust. The Lord is your strength. Jesus Christ in this year, in this whole new school year, absolutely is your strength. Whatever you're scared of, whatever is, whatever is the fear in your heart of moving forward, get on his back and be with him and know that you can trust in him. It's going to be an incredible year. And so I'm praying for you, Father Connor. Everyone here at the Newman Center is praying for all of you. Just stay close to Jesus and trust in him.